Hi, and welcome to the next episode of Belly to Belly. And today we're here speaking with a great friend, Marco Barosi uh, from Expo Consulting. How are you today, Marco? I'm fine, Bill. Uh, thank you, and thank you for having me here. Oh, it's it's Pleasure. great to it's great to be with you today. And and you know, it, uh, you know, our audience are companies that are expanding internationally, and they're very curious about both resources and. Uh, techniques and and strategies that can help them do better. And so we're going to get into a little bit of a conversation today that hopefully will help them a lot. Maybe to give some good context to your comments, do you want to describe uh, what you at the team, uh, you and your team at Expo Consulting do to help companies that are expanding internationally? Sure, sure. So yeah, I mean, Expo Consulting uh, was founded in 1997. Uh, back in 1997, and our mission has always been that of helping Italian companies uh, enter foreign markets through the participation in uh, international fairs and, and event, trade fairs and events. Um, our focus has uh, uh, always been that of providing personalized uh, attention and uh, high-level services to our clients, primarily small and medium-sized enterprises. Uh, we believe uh, that trade, trade fairs, trade shows are an ideal place to generate, build, and, uh, and close also business opportunities. And, and so over the years, we have um, developed uh, strong relationships, uh, not just with trade uh, show organizers around the world, but also with our colleagues, agents or reps or other contest clients. And uh, finally also became the Italian uh, representative office of Fair Barcelona in 1998. Uh, then, uh, I mean, a long story short, I mean, then uh, the pandemic uh, broke out and uh, which was like, uh, you know, very, very uh, challenging for us and for the industry, obviously. But uh, we have always remained committed to providing our client, uh, our clients with uh, with the best possible uh, uh, services and, and results, even if you wish in in adverse conditions. Uh, so uh, I mean, uh, uh, with so many years in in uh, in this business, uh, uh, we have a, a very experienced team. Uh, more than 25 years, you know, of, of experience helping small and medium-sized enterprises. And we are focused, again, on, on the customer. So customer comes first. We are also uh, uh, well-connected and, and multilingual. Uh, so in our, in our team, almost all the people speak three or four languages. So uh, this is Expo Consulting, Bill. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. So are there, uh, I believe you're primarily focused in uh, B2B. Are there specific industries that um, you tend to have the most strength? Uh, well, we, uh, as you know, Italy is an expert-oriented country and uh, we, we have experience in almost all industry sectors, save from, from very, very few. But, uh, you know, I, I think, I mean, we can say, for example, food and beverage, packaging, uh, uh, machine tool, all the, also the industrial, uh, you know, uh, products that Italy is very, uh, is very famous about, you know, I would also say tourism, 
uh, I think you know our 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 um, let's say knowledge and experience is horizontal. You know. Yeah, that makes sense. So, uh, as you've been helping companies for so many years, uh, I'm sure you've seen. Uh, a variety of things that challenge companies that are expanding internationally. But if you were going to distill that to sort of the top things that you see um, where companies are most challenged to be successful as they expand, what would some of those be? Um, okay. Listen, uh, in my experience, I think one of the, the most, uh, 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 you know, the, one of the key, let's say, obstacles for companies uh, is uh, cultural differences. Uh, cultural differences meaning that, uh, I mean, there, there are sometimes, you know, e even when we go to a show, you know, and, and we assist or we support companies, we understand that they're not uh, familiar with the market and maybe they think they can do uh, or they can ne negotiate uh, in the same way, uh, I mean, in one country and, and in another, you know, uh, without ex exactly understanding the cultural nuances, I would say, you know, uh, and this and this uh, problem, this key uh, uh, issue about uh, 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 cultural differences, I think, uh, can lead to um, a communication breakdowns, uh, uh, also misinterpretation of the messages, and also obviously. Uh, uh, business practice that become ineffective, you know. Uh, so uh, the, the other thing is that uh, in some cases you can have uh, companies which are not adapting their products and services to the uh, to the market. So uh, I mean, they this this requires, as you <laughs> I think you know, I mean, significant research and effort, you know, uh, and also I mean the fact that you have to establish trust, uh, you know, in, in the local market. I mean, this is something that takes time. And also, uh, you know, I, I believe it also takes uh, a cultural sensitivity, right? Uh, I remember uh, there was a, a study, uh, I think some time ago, by uh, PricewaterhouseCooper, uh, which said, uh, which reported that 72%, if I'm not mistaken, of companies cited uh, cultural differences as a major challenge to the to the international expansion. So th this is to me means something, you know. And uh, and then I mean, if you want to go, I mean, just well, mention other other obstacles. Uh, in my opinion, we uh, we can say, for example, um, uh, rules and regulation, legal complexity in the country. Because you know sometimes it's difficult to navigate the regulations of uh, that you have in different countries. I mean the legal system, the laws, and the, you know, and also the compliance. I mean that you have to uh, to you know to understand. So which this means, I mean, uh, uh, it's difficult to operate, you know, uh, uh, smoothly in, in my opinion. And then I mean, I obviously we can mention bureaucracy and delays. Um, you know, uh, what else? I think uh, in our experience, uh, and obviously this was after the, I think the pandemic, but I also think, I mean, the fact that uh, there was um, a change in the in the supply chain, you know, and logistics, you know, so this also caused uh, a, a bit of, uh, not a bit, but I think uh, 
very very important disruption you know in various industries and so i think this could also have been another another problem another obstacle um, uh, finally i would also mention the um the uh you know the political instability or uh, you know the political or geopolitical uh, you know problems that we are uh, facing especially nowadays you know where you have also uh, political unrest but you have also changes in government you have uh, uh, also economic sanctions you know that all this creates uh, in my opinion uh, uh, uncertainty you know uh, without mentioning obviously the the you know economic downturns in some target markets for example which means that uh, uh, um, you can because of that your profitability can can decrease Sure. Wow, that's that's quite that's quite a list. Um, so, uh, you know, kind of flipping the 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 conversation a bit, you know, mm -hmm. thinking about the founders that you've worked with and and the ones, particularly the ones that have been most successful at expanding internationally. What would you say is sort of the key founder attributes that you've observed are for those that um, have been successful scaling uh, internationally? um okay well well talking about we can talk about companies and about founders or or leaders um i think i mean because of what i said before uh, i think those who are most successful in my opinion especially when you talk about leaders or founders are those who are uh, culturally culturally aware so they're sensitive you know to to different customs and communication styles you know uh also open-minded because then you have to embrace differences and you have to seek local partnerships and also resilient in my opinion uh so able to handle challenges and also setbacks with you know determination uh also i believe that those leaders these companies should have uh, uh strong teams or have strong teams uh, with diverse perspective and also language skills, because that's in a language barrier is another thing which I consider very important. As I told you before, in our in our team, for example, we have everybody almost speaks three from three to four languages. So, uh, and then I mean, if you if you think again, I mean, not just talking about funders, but about companies, I would I would say you know that companies should also be well. Obviously, I. I, I'm just going back to what I was saying before, but I think they should be adaptable and they should be also uh, uh, resourceful and last but not least, patient, because I think that building trust and understanding takes time and effort. So, uh, you know, if, finally, Bill, if you allow me to say, uh, I would I would really uh, uh, say that uh, International expansion is a journey, not a sprint. Yeah. Yes, it's a. I think some have called it a marathon. Uh, yeah, not a sprint for sure. Uh, yeah, um, you know, it's funny as you talk about uh, uh, the the idea of of localization or understanding uh, local customs and and whatnot. I think about um, when I travel. And um, and I'm at a, at a restaurant uh, in a place where I don't speak the language. Uh, I 
I'll look at the person helping me and I'll tell them what I would like. And uh, when they don't understand me, as a very ignorant American that just speaks one language, um, my only tool left is to speak louder uh, as opposed to learning their language, right? And But I think that's the way a lot of companies uh, at times fail in their appeal uh, because they never learn the customer's language in, in the new country or the new yes, region. Yeah. And so they just speak louder. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's probably why we all assume, Bill, that English is the language everybody speaks. <laughs> well, it, I, I, unfortunately, it's made us very lazy, uh, which, which is which That's is, true. Which that's is absolutely wrong. true. That's absolutely yeah, yeah. true. Well, this has been a, a very, uh, just a wonderful pleasure, Marco. And I really appreciate you sharing these uh, wonderful um, perspectives because I think it will really help the companies uh, listening. Uh, pleasure for me, Bill. Any time, I mean, we'd be glad, you know, to have a conversation.